Hey guys, once again welcome back to Alchemist. Thank you so much for choosing this podcast. You know, um, for a podcaster, I think uh, the increasing number of listens is the only happiness and the only big treat for them. So I'm in a flood of happiness that being a beginner, I'm getting such a good response. And thank you so very much. I promise to. keep engaging you guys with the good words and good topics and listenings and over and over again so today it's about the forest i think most of you must have known this people who come from asia must be must be knowing this even i'm in asia but i was i wasn't about aware about this forest and when i was going through this article uh, to know more about this forest i was like oh my god such place do exist in earth which is very scary or eerie thing you know think carefully about your children your family and your life is a precious gift from your parents so this is the warning words you will see or you will be reading outside the entrance of the ayakegora forest in japan i think most of you must have you know guessed right now itself i'm going to talk about this particular suicide forest so it is a o k i so i have practiced so many times before recording this to how to pronounce it correctly i don't want to annoy our asian friends japan friends so aokigara i think i'm pronouncing right now yes so this aokigara suicide forest is the thing we are going to talk about now so if you ever heard of aokigara then you will be knowing what i'm going to talk about but, but but if you don't ever or like you haven't never heard about this forest and it will be somewhat interesting to you so this is basically a very beautiful forest a dense to one uh like you know very interestingly decorated by nature but surely not for morning walks but rather holds a very big scary history so ayakigara is the world's second most popular place to commit suicide after ggb ggb yeah So this forest is uh, located in northwest of the um, the big mighty Mount Fuji, which captures a huge area of about thirty five square kilometers. Akigara is so thick with foliage that it is also called as the Sea of Trees. So many trees are there. I've when I was looking into the pictures of this forest, you know, it was so beautiful. But the thing it holds <laughs> doesn't look like that. So getting lost here is very easy. coming back is very difficult as such so this place holds a reputation of being home to yuri i don't know this is a word i don't know this is a japan word i think so y u r e i yuri so the local people say this so i think that's a, a it's a japan myth which means a ghost of dead so what they basically think that people come and they uh, commit suicide in this forest and some people say that the forest itself induces a sense of uh, you know committing suicide when a when a when a when a girl or when a boy comes into that forest with a depression but not in any sense of committing suicide just if if you enter with a very sadness or a loneliness or any fight with your wife or husband or friend your brother or sister and in a very depressed low mood you go into that forest instantly you will have the thought of committing suicide so this is what the local people said so around 105 bodies like literally 105 body, bodies were discovered from the forest back in the year of 2003 which is said to be the highest record but every year at least there used to be 50 or 60 body 50 or 60 bodies are getting from getting like 
recovered from the forest every year and 2003 was said to be the highest the forest back uh, yeah uh, most are severely decomposed the, the forest back the holes that bodies of the suicide people which is very decomposed and sometimes it is eaten by the wild animals as well e all the modern technologies devices such as compasses and mobile phones tablets whatever you take in it doesn't work inside because of the dense forest and they say that the rich deposits of magnetic ions created by volcanic soil in the region which is the forest is filled by the volcanic soil so that is the main reason why the you know the connection the internet doesn't work inside the forest i think that's the main reason so compasses behave very weirdly and they also show a wrong directions while mobile phones don't receive signals sometimes and they also show a wrong direction they also say if you don't have a mark from the starting point though you definitely you lose the return path that's very scary so it is so unimaginable like that you cannot return out of the forest like nothing works inside the forest So according to local people the bodies are you know brought to a special room of a police station the local police station they believe it is a bad luck for the suicide victims and their spirits cry and scream the whole night and like moving their own bodies so which is very much you know while i was writing this literature even i was very scary so if you ever have a plan to go to this forest keep these four things in mind first and foremost is don't leave the path and follow the signs always don't ever venture alone always have a be have a person a friend together or local guide don't roam alone always carry a plastic tape or a ribbon as a marker so this is the basic uh, guidelines that i got from the particular it, the forest own website so they said like you have to carry a plastic ribbon and you have to attach it to every other tree you cross by so that you can using that marker you come back otherwise you don't come back avoid visiting nuring night time so that is very obvious that you shouldn't be visiting such people such person in a such place sorry such place in night times it will definitely scare you so that's it for today thank you so much for choosing this podcast thank you so very much for listening to me i hope all your plans are ahead i hope I wish all the very best for all your forthcoming plans whatever you are planning I hope all get success immediate success approvals whatever have a nice day